Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, your podcast platform proudly brings to you, Mid-Peasants, the best podcast in the world, with your hosts, The Fluff Brendan and The Star Catherine, The Mid-Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at The Mid-Podcast and on YouTube at The Mid-Podcast 6436. Make sure you add those numbers. And if you want to support the show, you can do so by becoming a Patreon member. Go to patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast and select a tier that fits you where you have access to our random shit episodes. You can also cash app the show, dollar sign the mid podcast, or you can go to the midpodcast.com and get you some mid podcast merchandise. We've added some new items like our Nana story. And what the hell, mom, items. So go check that out. Every little amount helps us continue the show and allows us to go to cool events like WrestleCade. Now, it's time to entertain our mid-peasants with some... Hola. Revered comrades. Well, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. You can't spell Wednesday without A-E-W. As it says on your shirt. In my background. I hope. Look at my beautiful background. It's beautiful. That background's trash as hell. Beautiful. Trash. Freshly squeezed. Alright, let's get into some news. AEW Collision got announced today. What? It will start on Saturday, June seventeenth. Live from Chicago. Boo! Chicago gets too many goddamn shows. Last time AEW was in North Carolina was twenty twenty two. Um, let's see. And I was at that show. It is right before Forbidden Door. Wait, is Forbidden Door on a Sunday? Mm, give me the date of Forbidden Door. June 24th. 25th. That's a Saturday. The 24th is a Saturday, 25th is a Sunday. Hey, my, birthday, my birthday is on a fucking Tuesday this year. Alexa, when is All Elite Wrestling Forbidden Door 2023? 25th. So it's on the Sunday. On the Sunday. Well, I mean, depending on how AEW wants to do this, they could either do like a UFC style where they show if they keep the Saturday pay-per-views and like have Collision be on TNT and then oh, boom! Right into the pay-per-view. If they keep it on Saturday. Because TK said he doesn't want to compete with the NFL. Well no, why would you want to compete with yourself? That's stupid. Well now you might have to. Yeah. Or a collision gets pushed up an hour. Start yeah, maybe. Well, no, because then in the fall you're going against college football. Start at six, have it end at eight, boom. Eight be the pay per view time. Well, here comes the Estes truck. I know it's not your papa. Nope. But. Because we had just had lunch with Papa and Nana. Collision. Your main stars will be Miro. Yay. Andrade uh, Lidolo. Mm, he's so sexy. The House of Black. Not upset. I like them. FTR. I like them. 
Thunderosa. Thunderosa. Bitch needs to fall off a cliff. And Chicago made CM Punk. Look in my eyes, see if I care. Your dumb ass needs to sit somewhere. That's pretty good. Punk is trying to push for an ace deal comeback as well. I don't think TK's letting that one happen. No. It's, I think he was the mastermind behind all this shit. I can see that. Like, I'm fine with Punk coming back. But don't bring back a steal, please. Please, TK, don't do that. Don't do that. There's no reason for a steal to come back. I mean, are they a package deal like my tits? If you take one tit, you gotta take the other? But you better think CM Punk. He is the one who pushed for Andrade to be on collision. Oh, golf clap? Clap, good for CM Punk. But, I'm excited. More AEW content, the better. Yay! More podcasting. Uh-huh. More note-taking. Now we might have to, uh... Actually stick to a fucking schedule? No. Start live streaming after collision on Saturdays. Along with everybody else? And most people are probably going out after collision. Well, we might live stream after collision on Saturdays. We might. See how it works. Because didn't you say you want to start covering Raw? Yeah. We got to work on the details on how we're going to do that. Uh Uh-huh. But anyway, any other news? No. Uh oh. All access will start streaming on the new Matt's app on June ninth. I'm wondering if they didn't announce all in being streamed on the Max. If TK's gonna announce it tonight. Don't know. I am. I get to see him on my screen. I'm all happy. You need to turn some light on so somebody can see you. You look really dark. That's the point. You can't see me. Ha ha ha. Yes, I bought a Cena hat from when we went to Raw on Monday. And I had a really fun time. I had a small time at Monday Night Raw. I thought the show made it on TV. Made it on TV twice. Well, I think we made it on TV more. You just really couldn't see, but I could pinpoint your signs. We are the true Forbidden Door. So now we have to find a way to get on an Impact show. R.A. New Japan show, or both. Or both. I wouldn't mind going to an Impact show. Where would I? Maybe that'd be our next next thing we look into doing. But just the collision stuff. That's the big news I have. Oh. Some leaks came out about Fight Forever. Thank God. And I saw an interview today that usually when a game preloads into a system, it will start that give it a month or so. And then the game will be out. So probably sometime June is when we will get AW Fight Forever. They should release it on June 17th. They should release it on the week after Forbidden Door. Mm, maybe. But do you have any news? 
Yes. I have a theory with all the factions that they're trying to do in WWE. Okay. So, you know, you have the bloodline, which is basically NWO Black. You have Imperium, which is basically NWO Red. And then you have Judgment Day, which is NWO Wolfpack. Okay. WWE is considering adding a new member to Imperium. Who would you like to see them add? Ilya Dragunov. I think he's much better as a singles wrestler. But also, if you are going to add somebody, just bring back Alexander Wolf. That has been mentioned. I like Ilya. I think Kim and Walter as a tag team would go insane. But I think Alexander Wolf would be the better option over Elia. But Elia should be on the main roster already. Should be, but. So, who is your favorite AEW debut so far? Baby! Adam Cole, or Athena, or Keith Lee, or Sam, or Roderick Strong. No, Kyle O'Reilly, because we were there in person for that one. I was surprised you didn't say that. I have a lot, okay. What about you? I'd have to say William Regal. Well, nobody was expecting it. Brody King. We saw that one happen live. Yeah. I think I'd have to go with William Regal. Because I remember sitting here watching it, and didn't he debut at Revolution? Huh? What? Didn't he he show up at Revolution? Yeah, Regal. Yeah. Yeah, I was sitting here watching it. I was like, oh, shit. So who do you think are going to be the next three AEW world champions after MJF? Uh... Adam Cole's going to be one of them. Mm... <laughs> Orange Cassidy. Fuck my life if that happens. Malachi Black. That's interesting. Malachi Black should be Adam Cole should dethrone MJF. Then Malachi Black should dethrone Adam Cole. A Malachi Black Adam Cole match would be fucking banger. And then, no, get rid of Orange Cassidy and make it Miro. Yay! Get rid of Orange Cassidy. I can't agree with that. No, you keep him on the roster, but like just toss him out of the world title picture. But uh, Adam Cole, Malachi Black, Miro, in that order. Or add another main title for Collision. No, we're not creating a main title for Collision. But we need the title on Collision. No, we don't. This is not WWE and we create now, titles for uh, people that can't be other people. No, they're probably going to put the TNT title on it. But I still think, like, a Cruiserweight title would be cool for a collision. So, like, Ray Phoenix, Commander, El Hio Del Vikingo, people like that. 
pack all of your high flyers. Action and ready. I think AEW needs a cruiserweight belt. Maybe. But, anywho, what else do you got? You don't want to hear mine? Sure. I think it needs to be Jay White. Okay. Roosh. Eh. Roosh is world champion material. For Ring of Honor? No. Who's after Roosh? I think Kenny Omega needs another title line. Interesting. But I think Adam Cole and Malachi Black and Mira make the most sense. Adam Cole and Malachi Black the most. But you got anything else? Mm-hmm. So, who do you think is the current wrestling workhorse in 2023? By this, I mean who's turning out consistently great matches week in and week out. Do you want me to give you the options? Yeah. Orange Cassidy, Cody Rose, Gunther, or Seth Rollins? He's not on the list. But I'm going to say Leo Rush. I mean, he doesn't have to be on the list. It could be from anywhere. I'm going to say Leo Rush so far. Leo Rush has been doing good things over in New Japan. And he's been one of the stars of the best of the Super Juniors. So. Oh, Speedball Mike Bailey. That's who I was going to say. Um, who else? Athena. Yeah. Um, Wheeler Yuta. But you got people that I still think it's Leo Rush. Leo's had a great 2023 so far. So Dave Meltzer came out with his Backlash match ratings. Do you want to hear them? Uh, Sure. So he gave the Bel Air EO Sky match four and a quarter. Mm -hmm. He gave the Rollins Omos match three. Okay. He gave Theory, Lashley, and Bronson Reed a 2.5. Rhea and Zelina, 2. Bad Bunny, Priest, 4.5. The Bloodline versus Zane and KO and Riddle, a 3.75. And the Cody Rose-Brock Lesnar match, a 3.75. This is interesting. This is coming from PW Insider. Oh, did I tell you what I found at the grocery store? No, what? I found some Craven Pops. Now I just need a picture of Matt Taven on them. It could be Craven Taven Pops. Anyways, from PWI. Since AEW Dark and Elevation have stopped taping... The feeling among many in the company is that the elimination of the other shows have made the tapings easier to work. Also, keeping the crowds hotter and made producing the overall tapings much less of a weekly hardship. Which, I can see that. Do, do, do. Mm-hmm. I definitely could see that. 
powerhouse Hobbs would be one of the talents being heavily pushed on Collision. As he should be. I like powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs and Warlow should just be on the... Hobbs and Warlow should just become the AEW Road Warriors and destroy the tag division. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But I don't got no more views. Because all my Twitter feed is flooded with the collision stuff. Oh. What are we owing? PW Insider just released 35 minutes ago that WWE held a all-hands-on-deck meeting for employees today, led by everyone's favorite con man, Nick Khan. And it was basically a morale-boosting meeting praising how great things are and how much WWE he appreciates the hard work. Spoiler alert, that means things aren't great. There was no indication, warning, or comment about potential impending cuts. Not yet. Hmm. So, talking about the new collision show, who should be the commentary team? At Scalibur. Mm. No, I don't want none of the guys from Dynamite. I want a whole new team. Nigel McGinnis. He does Ring of Honor. Ian Riccoboni. And Caprice Coleman. And Caprice Coleman. Or a combination of at Scalibur, Caprice. And then you could rotate between like Taz, Rickabani, Nigel, something like that. I want a two man booth. And do you do you want to hear who I want? You probably want Matt Menard and Paul Wright. I want Matt Menard and Caprice Coleman. Could you imagine the fun they would have? Bring in Vita Scott. She's a good commentator. I don't want no bitches on my commentating team. I want all men. Too bad. The bitches need to stay in the back. No. Um. Trying to think of what else. Or who else. I like my choice. Still Pat McAfee. Uh, trade you JR for Pat McAfee. No. But, anywho. Guess it's time to gain the dynamite and... Rampage. Mm-hmm. One year ago today, Hangman Adam Page versus Takeshita was on Dynamite. Interesting. There's plans to turn Bianca Belair and the Street Profits heel. Interesting. Put them together as a faction? Probably. Okay, I think that's all the news I got. General Hospital started DUI. Who? Somebody on General Hospital got a DUI. Who was it? Some woman. What was her name? Uh, Hold on, let my phone load. Uh, Haley Poulos. Oh, oh no, must be somebody new. Probably. I ain't watched that since you were little. I used to love me some General Hospital One Life to Live. And the young and the restless. 
According to Sean Rossap, said that the roster split is less about Elite versus Punk and more about giving you fresh roster feel for both shows. I can see that. And apparently Man City is treating Real Madrid like Bournemouth, which isn't very good. What's that mean? Man City's kicking their ass? Probably. Sucks, because fuck Man City. I get a bullshit champion. This is not a this is not a soccer show. Yeah, bullshit Champions League trophy because they're gonna have to play fucking Inter Milan. This is a wrestling show. Man City's up one nothing. Yeah, it goes to take. Anywho, go wrestling. Go sit there. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Where was Dynamite this week? Detroit. Can't say basketball because it's not basketball. The Motown, baby. Again. The Motown. The Motor City. Motor City. Roll them cars out. Detroit Rock City. I actually like that song. Detroit Cock City. Detroit Kwame City. Nobody wants to talk about Kwame. The great mayor of Detroit once that had to do prison time. Yeah, we don't talk about that. You know where mom was during all this? Where? Why wrestling was going on last Wednesday? I was sitting at Deepak watching Moulin Rouge. I was having fun sitting on the couch watching wrestling. Listening may, to wrestling. I may or may not have pulled my phone out and put my Raycons in and started listening to the wrestling show. She did. Somebody may or may not have taken a picture of me doing this and sent it to their brother. I have a picture of it. I may or may not have yelled holy fuck at the main event when something happened during the main event during the performance <laughs> at Moulin Rouge. My bad. Boom. Yeah, that's me watching wrestling. But it was intermission, so I got away with it right there. <laughs> I have the best of both worlds. I mean, I can't miss AEW. Not even for a show that I promised your sister I would take her to. Anyways, Dynamite Rampage, let's get to it. Well, at least the show didn't start off with the little bitch-ass punk Orange Cassidy like most shows do. That was one of the great things about the show last week. We started off with Claudio and Ray Phoenix in a double Jeopardy match. It was a fun match. Meaning whoever won got a shot at the other one's title. Mm-hmm. So Claudio wins. Claudio gets a shot at the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship with a partner of his choosing. And if Phoenix wins, Phoenix gets a shot at Claudio's Ring of Honor World Championship. So, I guess I need to get into detail. Uh Uh-huh. That might help. Claudio's stronger. Phoenix is quicker. Claudio struggles with quick wrestlers. God, I love Slurpees. I got something someone can slurp on. Real quick, before we get further, how would you feel about Rick Ross being a full-time manager in AEW? Young moguls. Accusations. False accusations. You a big motherfucker. (laughs) I think it would be fun. I want to go back talking to Slurpees, because I could do a lot with that. Anyways, Claudio, Ray Phoenix, fun match. No Slurpee? No Slurpee. I could slurp on something. You have a Slurpee. I could slurp on something else. 
Anyways. I uh, can't go into detail? Nope. Go into detail about the Claudio Ray Phoenix match. So, I don't know where I was. Oh, Claudio with a nice backbreaker. Then we see Phoenix taking it to Claudio. Phoenix off the top rope does a Hurricane Rada, sends Claudio out of the ring. Phoenix goes flying twice on the third time. Claudio catches him and drops him on the barricade. Then we see Phoenix with another, another Hurricane Rada off the barricade on Claudio. We get a glimpse of Yuta and Danielson watching from the back. Phoenix with a two count. Claudio with a lariat goes for the cover and only gets a two count. Claudio dumps Phoenix into the crowd on the concrete. Claudio hits the bomb and gets the win. So now Claudio will get a shot at Phoenix and Penta's ROH Tag Team Championships with a partner of his choosing. I thought the match was kind of blah. Really? Yeah. Like, I really couldn't get into it. Huh. I enjoyed the match. (laughs) I thought it was a fun match. So, who do you think Claudio's going to pick for his partner? I could see Claudio Moxley. I could see Claudio Danielson. I could see Claudio Claudio Yuta. Claudio Takeshita. With everybody, Takesha's joining the Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, yeah, I got it. Claudio and Don Callis. Nope, no, no. you didn't like my idea. That was a great idea. Don Callis needs to get his shit kicked in tonight. No. So next, we see Miro. What the fuck, man? And then he goes into TK's office. I mean, I wouldn't mind going into TK's office. I probably would be like Miro and not come out. Maybe coming in other ways. God. Then we get an MJF video package. I hate these things. MJF compares the four pillars to the Beatles and says that he's Paul McCartney. And then he goes on to list all his accomplishments. Then we get the FTR promo. They come out to answer the challenge laid down by Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Says that they owe um, Mark Briscoe an apology, and they ask him to come out. Instead, Lethal and crew comes out. Sanjay's running his mouth about the challenge. Dex says he will accept the challenge if Lethal and crew admit to using Briscoe to get to them. Sanjay says that they are Briscoe's friends. Mark comes out, says everyone needs to relax, has some cups and some liquor in him, says that he talked to TK and he will be the special guest referee at their match at Double or Nothing. Sanjay spits some liquor in Dax's face and blinds him. Jarrett pushes Briscoe into Dax and he power drives poor Mark Briscoe. And that's that. Interesting. I wonder if Mark watched it back to see that Dax couldn't see. Probably. I mean, Kenny still hasn't watched the 2021 Full Gear main event. Well, I mean, that's Kenny. (laughs) Kenny's a very busy man. And if I got a hold of him, he'd be a very, very busy man. Wait, he plays... Kenny does nothing but play with his cats and play Persona all day. He's got to play video games so he can make the video game better, right? Yeah? That's what we're going with? Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would play with Kenny Omega. He got a joystick I could play with. Moving on. Is that all you have to say about the... Yep. Then we get a Chris Jericho promo says that Adam Cole is banned from any arena that he is in by court order. Then Roderick Strong pulls up and says that you are delusional, challenges Jericho to a fight for a Falls Count Anywhere match. Jericho says he will knock his teeth down his throat. You want a Falls Count Anywhere match, you are on. I have a whole army behind me. Be careful what you wish for. Strong comes back and says, I have a court order that says the JAS is banned from the building. 
and he opens it up and he says is this for real and renee goes yep looks legit to me it's only legit if it has megan's signature on it all it says is doesn't say nothing about kyle o'reilly or bobby fish get the band back together I wouldn't be upset. I, I did find my uh Undisputed Elite t-shirt today when I found all my other wrestling t-shirts. need to, like, put them all together. Just have me a drawer in my dresser for nothing but my wrestling shirts. Anywho, what's next? Don't do that. You're making me sneaky. What's next? Then we see Renee Paquette standing outside TK's office trying to speak to anyone that'll come in or out of that office. And who rolls up? None other than Contra Rosa herself. The get that bitch off my goddamn TV. And then she tells Renee that it is time to speak to Poppy Khan. Yeah, he should fire your ass because you're a, a sandbagging whore. You're nice. Stand back and horror. I think the collision review is just going to be me. <laughs> You're going to take the lead, and I'm just going to sit there with side commentary <laughs> for bitch slut. I'll take the lead for collision. <laughs> the next, we get a Semio video package. Nobody fucking cares. Then we get a huge announcement for May 17th. Everyone cares because, you know, the panties get happy when turning contracts up on my TV. Anywho. Then we get the Orange Cassidy versus Daniel Garcia match for the International Championship, right? Okay. Um, I said at least this fucker didn't start the show tonight. We all know Garcia has no chance at winning. Crowd chanting freshly squeezed goes to show that Detroiters are stupid as fuck. Hey. We see Orange Cassidy with a side headlock to a waist lock to an arm bar. OC trying to match Garcia's technical wrestling skills. Orange Cassidy with two drop kicks on Garcia. Garcia working the injured hand of Orange Cassidy, and Orange Cassidy retains, of course. I can't get into this match. I couldn't either. I don't need any Orange Cassidy match. It's not on OC. I just I don't care about Daniel Garcia. Okay, I will say this. I'll give him his credit. He's a good technical wrestler. He just doesn't have a... But he has no personality. No charisma. And he's just boring as fuck. Here. Daniel Garcia is like fucking your grandma. All she does is lay there. Don't need to know what that's like, but anyways. I would compare him to somebody like... uh for people who watch NASCAR, a Chase Elliott. Somebody who has a lot of talent, but he shows no personality during interviews. And I think Garcia's a good wrestler. He just needs a character. He needs to go train with the BCC. Maybe we'll see that in the future. Next, we have an outcast Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter promo. And they make a note that Sheeta is not there, that she's back in Japan. Says they want a trios match on Wednesday in Austin. Britt is wearing a shirt of Sheeta's uh, spraying paint in Soraya's face. Tony Storm asks Jamie Hayter, how's the shoulder feeling? Hayter replies and says, it doesn't matter what percentage you think I'm at. I am percentage enough to kick all three of your asses. I love, I love that line. I love Jamie. Hayter. I like that line though. I like Jamie Hayter too. I think when we go to the next AEW show, we need to get the both of our Jamie Hayter shirts. So we match. Yeah, see that? Only ended up with a Jamie Hayter shirt because you ordered the wrong size. You you like Jamie Hayter? 
Yeah, but I'm just saying, I wouldn't have a Jamie Hader shirt if you hadn't ordered the wrong size and I had to reorder you one. Hey, who cares? A wrestling t-shirt's a wrestling t-shirt for you. Yeah, that's true. As long as it's not a CM Punk shirt. That is true. If they ever send me a goddamn CM Punk shirt in my All Elite crate, I am wiping my ass on it. And I hope I have diarrhea. Where's my best friend shirt? I think it's still in the crate box. Where's the crate box? In my room with the other two crate boxes. Because <laughs> I need to get me a, a new uh, cabinet, like my Star Wars cabinet. And I need to get me a new cabinet so I can start putting all my wrestling stuff in it. Get a replica belt to put in it. Maybe. We'll see. Next, we get Christian Cage promo. Tony Schiavone's in the ring. Asks Christian why he put himself as number one contender. Christian says Detroit is the worst city in the country. Cannot disagree. No, Gary, Indiana exists. We're second worst. No, Chicago exists. We're third. No, Toledo, Akron, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Columbus. Columbus. Every state, every city in Ohio. Um, wait, every except city. Sandusky. Every city in Ohio except Rossburg. And Sandusky. Sandusky. And where Lima lands at. Those are the only three good cities of, in Ohio. Okay. Anyway, he says because he is Christian Cage, he he has a list of accomplishments like he does, and because of those accomplishments, it affords him opportunity opportunities like walking into the boss's office and saying, "I want the spot." Asks, "What's the issue with all the AEW wrestlers having daddy issues?" And he goes on to say that Arn Anderson was looking for a new son. So that's why he teamed up with Wardlow. I put, I love heel Christian. And Christian says, if you are the other guy in a tag team with Tully Blanchard, that makes you a legend, right? Or if you are Flair's lapdog, ask how many times has Arn won a world championship? Oh, that's right, none. Christian says he is a multi-time champion. And I understand how to reach the top of the mountain. Thought it was a great promo. Good for him. Now, that dude gets fucking heel heat. Him and Dominic are the only two that get heel heat like that right now. I've always liked Christian Cage, whether he's good or bad. I don't mind Christian, just he's getting that heel heat and it's working for him. Then we get a Darby video package again. And nobody fucking cares. Then we get the Anna J versus Julia Hart match, which is a no holds barred match. Anna attacks Julia from behind with a chair during Julia's entrance. Julia sends Anna into the barricade. I mean, these bitches were going at it. <laughs> then we see Kendo sticks. The crowd's chanting, "We want tables." I need the crowd to stop chanting that. That is one of the most overrated chants in wrestling. Julia sends Anna into the ring post. Julia uses a kendo stick to begin to choke Anna. Julia with a two count. They begin to exchange slaps to the face. Anna in control now. She does a kick to Julia's midsection. Julia sends Anna into the ring corner where Anna had a chair set up. Anna slams Julia's face first into a pile of chairs, gets a two count. Looks like Julia may have injured her hip or her side as she continues to hold it throughout the match. Julia with a suplex then gets Anna to tap. I enjoyed the match. I thought it was a good match. I was expecting like some blood and stuff, but given that we were going to have a cage match, I could see them holding off and then, yeah. you know, everybody crying, women bleeding and wrestling. Give me a fucking break, you pussies. You snowflake pussies. So next we have the House of Black versus Best Friends with Bandito for the trio's title. Am I right? Yes. 
um, Renee is interviewing the best friends and asks, what is the last rule? Because they're playing under this new open house rules. And Trent goes, all witches are banned from ringside. Then she asks Orange Cassidy if he has any words for best friends, and he says he is tired. Hey, Renee goes, me too, buddy. Guess they had a long day at the job. So, Bandito is the new Wheeler Yuta for best friends? Maybe. I love the House of Black entrance. We're going to do the open house rules match. House of Black beat the shit out of best friends. We get Bandito starting off with Malachi. There's only lights on the ring, which I thought was really cool. I think people on Twitter bitching about it. I didn't see nobody bitch about it. I did. I thought it was really cool. Bandito with a kick to Black. Black with a kick of his own. Black with with a knee bar on Bandito. Bandito makes the tag. We get a triple team on Black. House of Black has Trent isolated after taking out Chuck and Bandito. Matthews hit hit with a spike from Trent. Gets a two count. Bandito with a torpedo off of the top on Matthews. Bandito spring off the top rope. Meets Matthews' knee. Brody King hits the Dante's Inferno. And gets the pin on Chuck Taylor. Your thoughts on the match? Uh, I enjoyed the match. Pay attention we're watching the fucking race on your phone. I am paying attention. We're talking about the House of Black best friends match. And you asked what I thought of it. I said I enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed more of the design of the match. That makes sense. I enjoyed, like, the stuff outside the ring. Like, the whole arena is just pitch black. And the only thing you see is stuff in there. Yeah, that's a pitch black, pitch black match. I enjoyed that. Um, I also enjoy that the trio's titles are gray for House of Black. But the match overall was fun. I have no complaints about the match. Then we have some interesting shenanigans after the match. As we've seen, Orange Cassidy was watching the match in back. And Orange Cassidy is attacked by none other than Kyle Fletcher. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. In the back. And Kyle Fletcher holds up Orange Cassidy's international championship. Fletcher belt collector. Maybe Fletcher's just getting it warm for Papa Will. I have something that's uh, room for Papa Wolf. And it's below uh, my bed. I would not be uh, upset if Kyle Fletcher uh, beat Orange Cassidy for that title. I think I would probably jump through the roof of my house. So I don't think Fletcher's winning the title, but I think there will be some shenanigans with the United Empire. I would not be upset if Kyle Fletcher won the title, though. No, neither would I. Next, we get a Jungle Boy video package. Again, nobody fucking cares. Um, it di- I did find it interesting that Christian Cage talked about Jungle Boy in that package. And gave Jungle Boy some props. Next, we move on to our main event, which is a cage match between John Moxley and Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Mox comes out first with Danielson. We're going to have Danielson on commentary. Mox meets Omega on the ramp as they begin fighting. Omega sends Mox into the barricade. Yuta and Claudio attacks Omega. The Young Bucks come out and give super kicks to Yuta and Claudio. Young Bucks sends Yuta off the ramp onto the floor. Claudio lays out Nick. Nick begins yapping to Danielson, then jumps on Claudio and Yuta. We see Omega inside of the cage, telling Moxley to get his ass in there. Mox finally gets in. The bell rings. They begin to exchange chops. Omega gets a two count after a moonsault. Omega pulls out a chair wrapped in barbed wire. 
Omega hits Mox with the chair, then stands on the chair as the chair is laying on the back of Moxley. Of course, you know, Moxley is bleeding. Mox sends Omega into the cage. Mox with the chair now. Omega with a body slam onto the chair. Moxley suplexed from the top rope. Omega lands on the chair. This chair is the same chair with the barbed wire on it. Mox pulls the turn cover off and exposes the turn belt as he begins to take down the top rope. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? This was some awesome violent shit. Mm-hmm. Mox wraps the cable around Omega's neck and begins to choke him. I mean, he's got something he can choke me with, just saying. Omega tries to fight back. Moxley hits him with a knee. Mox grabs a black bag. Everybody thinks there's thumbtacks in it, but it is broken glass, which is a reference back to one of their matches from Double or Nothing, I think. I'm rather... Twenty-one. No, they didn't have a match against each other in twenty-one huh. at double or nothing. I don't think they did because I think that was the three-way. Oh, but anyway, Omega goes for the one-winged angel. Moxley counters with a sleeper. Omega slams Mox onto the broken glass. We get a snapdragon by Omega. Omega with a V trigger. He hit this V-trigger so hard it broke the cage. It sent Moxley outside. And Omega got trapped between the cage and the ring. And somebody better check on that man's penis. Yeah, he hurt his leg all right. His third one. Exactly. I I will be a medical doctor and check that out for him. Mm -hmm. I will make sure it still works. Mox with the screwdriver in hand. Don Callis comes in and tries to stop Moxley. Omega attacks Moxley from behind. Omega versus Lee Moriarty and Big Bill tonight on Dynamite. We'll talk about that later. Omega hits the one-winged angel. Don Callis stabs Omega with the screwdriver as the ref was almost to three. Mox gets the pin after the turn from Don Callis. Callis says something to Omega and then shoves him down. The crowd begins to chant asshole to Don Callis. And Danielson refers to Moxley as the king of violence. Your thoughts on all that? Fuck Don Callis. No, I don't want to fuck Don Callis, but that I do like Don Callis. Motherfucking snake, bitch or motherfucker. Well, tell us how you really feel. He is a goddamn sneaky snake. We needs to get his shit kicked in tonight. I am interested to hear what Godon has to say. Toto Ibushi needs to show up out of fucking nowhere and just kick his head off. Kick his head to New Mexico. Kick his head all the way back to Japan. Fuck it. Kick his head so far that goes around the world 20 times. Okay, son. Don Callis needs his head kicked off by Kodo Ibushi for fucking with Kenny Omega like that. You know, what the fuck with Kenny Omega? Oh, we're talking about a different kind of fuck. <laughs> but no, the match overall I really enjoyed. And I really enjoyed Dynamite. When when Omega hit that V-trigger, I was sitting at D-Pack watching Moulin Rouge, and I actually yelled, what the fuck, in the middle of the show. But no, I enjoyed Dynamite last week. Anyways, how about for this? Dynamite for a backstage interview person. Dynamite has Renee Paquette. Rampage has Lexi Nair. Ring of Honor has Dasha. And what about for Collision to get Alicia Toot? No! She just hates no, women. No, 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 no. She just hates women. Just because you said no, I hope they do it. Fuck you, you little asshole bitch. <laughs> love you too, mother. I don't love you. I'm gonna start calling you Douglas. No, you're not. 
I thought Dana White was pretty good. Uh, Bronson Reed's stupid. So, moving on to Rampage. We have Tony Storm versus Allison Kay, who's a local girl. Storm wastes no time attacking Kay. Um, Storm is in wrestling pants tonight. Interesting. Kay begins stomping Storm in the corner. Soho with a cheap shot on Kay. Storm sends Kay into the barricade. Then sends her into the ring post. Uh, then Kay hangs Storm on the top rope, gets a two count. Kay with a with a drop to Storm. Of course, there's going to be interference. Storm hits the hip attack, then the Storm Zero, and gets the win. I enjoyed this match. I think both of them did good. This was my first match of seeing the other woman in the match, but she looked good. Next, we have Kyle Fletcher from Aussie Open. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. He left me hanging. No, uh, I'm reading something about CM Punk. Well, nobody cares. You can read it when we're done. Pay attention! Well, if you give me a goddamn minute so I can fucking read to see if it's important or not. You can read it when we're done discussing the matches. I'll read it on air right now. I'll mute your ass. I'll unmute myself. Do you want to read it? or do I'll you read, read it, it after Rampage now. God damn. <laughs> when we anyway. yell at each other, we don't actually yell at each other. We just joke like that. We have Kyle Fletcher versus Action Andretti, which I kind of like Action Andretti. Yeah, but it's not Squash Kyle Fletcher. Action Andretti is giving me some penis popper action in his pants. I think he's been hanging around Matt Taven too long. I think Matt Taven's been beating his ass too much that he's like, ooh, Matt's penis pops, so mine should too. Moving on. They lock up in the center of the ring. Fletcher sends um, um, action into the corner. The crowd chants, Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Andrade with the chop to Fletcher, then a drop kick. Andrade with a two count. Fletcher knocks Andrade off the apron. Andrade with a scoop slam on Fletcher. We get a thrust kick by Fletcher. Fletcher with the win. And he mocks OC with the thumbs up as he pins Action Andrade. I liked the match. Thought it was good. I enjoyed the match because it had Kyle Fletcher in it. And Action Andrade. I think I'm going to start calling Action Andretti Penis Popper 2. Please no. Then we get the Matt Hardy, or the Hardy segment. Matt says their contract with the firm has been deleted. Jeff says he wants to become AEW Tag Team Champions for the first time. The guns come out and say no. And says Ethan wants to beat your ass, your ass, and your ass. Talking to Matt, Jeff, and Isaiah Cassidy. So we're going to get the Guns versus the Hardys. If the Hardys win, they are in control of Ethan's contract. The Guns, as they're leaving the ring, says we are the best brother tag team in AEW. Lucha Brothers, the Young Bucks. I'm just going to say it. I mean, I like the Guns. They're all right. For them to only be wrestling like three years, they're pretty decent. All right. Now we have our main event. Featuring the Mughal Embassy versus Dark Order's Alex Reynolds and John Silver. The Mughal Embassy is Swerve Strickland and Brian Cage. We get Reynolds and Swerve starting off. Swerve with some great moves on Reynolds. Cage comes in. Then we get John Silver. Cage with a kick to Silver. Cage takes down Silver. 
Silver with Cage slams Cage. We get a low bridge by Swerve, sends Silver out of the ring. Swerve and Cage begin beating up on Silver as he is isolated. Silver with kicks to Cage as Silver needs to make a tag. Finally, he makes the tag to Reynolds. Reynolds comes in. He takes out both Cage and Swerve. We get a Tiger Driver by Reynolds for two count. Reynolds and Silver double team Swerve. Cage with Reynolds. Reynolds gets another two count. We get a double cutter by the Mughal Embassy on Reynolds with a two count. We get a double claw by the Mughal Embassy, and they get the win. Then Khan hits Uno from behind as the Gates of Agony begin to take out evil Uno. Then Keith Lee comes down with a stanchion and Dustin Rhodes with a lead pipe to save the Dark Order and the Mughal Embassy's retreat. I have no idea what that thing that Keith Lee came down with until somebody put it out on Twitter. It's called a stanchion. It's one of those things that they stand up and a rope hooks to it. I just thought it was called a stand. It's a stanchion. It's a stanchion. Yeah, I know that now. Kind of stupid. Well, I think they were doing it to prove because those things are usually quite heavy. Yeah. To prove that Keith Lee could pick it up and carry it to the ring. Well, no. I'm not saying Keith Lee bring it down. I'm saying the name of it's stupid. It's probably like some Latin shit. Of course it's Latin. But I did enjoy Rampage. I did too. I actually like this match. Um, There wasn't a match I didn't enjoy on Rampage. So that was our AEW review from last week for Dynamite and Rampage. What's the card tonight? So we can discuss it. I'm going to read the CM Punk thing first. CM Punk can be last. What's the card for Rampage tonight? I mean Dynamite. Okay, well, give me a second because TK TK has added some stuff. As of 10 minutes ago, we will have a tag team match with your all Elite Wrestling International Champion Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen taking on Liam Moriarty and Big Bill from a rematch on AEW Hawk Rules. I hope Big Bill beats the shit out of Orange Cassidy. Okay, you didn't put out the card. You're slacking. Let's see. Jungle Boy Jack Perry taking on Roosh. I want Roosh to win, but he's probably not going to win, but I still think the match is going to be good. Uh, Force count anywhere between Chris Jericho and Roderick Strong with Adam Cole and the JS banned from the arena. It's going to be a good match. Ricky starts versus Jay White. Mmm, Jay White. Mmm, Jay White. Mmm, Jay White. There'll be some fuckery in this match thanks to Rock Hard Juice Robinson. Sir so, Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. The Outcasts take on Jamie. Wait. Your All Elite Wrestling Women's Champion, Jamie Hayter. Dr. Britt Baker. DMD. DMD. And Hikaru Shida. In trios action. Sammy Guevara will also be in there. Wait, talk about the match. Huh? Talk about the match. What you got? That's Jamie Hayter. So, you, you already know who I got. You think we're going to see some fuckery? Probably. But... Samuel Guevara is also in action tonight. Yay, woo. Who's he fighting? Doesn't say. Ooh. And then we hear from the sneaky snake himself, Don Callis. Yay, Don Callis. Everybody loves Don Callis. Nobody loves Don Callis. This girl likes Don. This girl got Don Callis' back. Even though you did betray Kenny Omega. Nobody loves Don Callis. But... As always, looks to be a good show. Oh, you changed your background. Uh Uh-huh. 
Now that's much better than that bullshit you had earlier. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the show tonight. And now, I will read the same part. Connor Casey of ComicBook.com reached out to Warner Brothers Discovery, and they stated CM Punk is not affiliated with TNT's AEW collision, fueling speculation about Punk's future with AEW and whether anything had changed in regards to his planned return. In an update, Fightful Select has reported that as of today, there are still plans with CM Punk, and there were active content plans with Punk as of this week. Punk was included in the press release announcing the launch of Collision until earlier today when he was removed. The two-time AEW World Champion has been in regular contact with Tony Khan and Punk didn't want to be announced for Collision well ahead of time. It is unknown if that caused them to be pulled from the press release. As opposed to not being affiliated with Collision, Punk instead appears to be deeply deeply involved and drawing up plans for the Saturday night show, the 44-year-old has been pushing for FTR and Andrade El Idolo to be involved with Collision, which is currently the plan, and A-Steel could even be set to make a return to AEW. Steel was fired over his involvement in the brawl out with the Punk and the Elite. Uh Uh-huh, sure. I don't know how I would feel about that. That actually actually happened, though. But anyways, Mm. more CM Punk stuff. Um, So Bobby will have to listen to the whole show and not skip to the end. Mm Mm-hmm. But... Superboss just tweeted out this picture from the house show. It shows Tony Collins signing this girl's AEW replica belt. And he said, uh, no cameras, no social media. TK just making sure the girl remembers the house show for the rest of her life. Cool, D- cool TK's. That's TK. TK's cool. But... That's it for that. For this yeah, episode, at least. See you one day with Ring of Honor. Yeah. Ring of Honor on Friday. Bye. You know pe- who's on Ring of Honor? The Kingdom. Bye, people. Dosa Dania.